0: You'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.
1: Welcome to a new quick hitter from the Pure Hoops podcast. Our guest this week, Jonathan Fagan from the Houston Chronicle, as we discuss the Rockets and the NBA restart. Hope you enjoy.
0: They have two, you know, top five players, you know, arguably in the NBA. They have terrific role players. Clearly, they're well coached. But at some point, you know, you have to make adjustments, you have to do things. And this is a, you know, a situation where if you're going to be in a seven game series and I get the regular season, well, how does that look? And what, what is that, what does that potentially look like? Or are they just willing to say, this is who we are. This is what we're going to do. And we're going to take it as far as, as we can go with it. Well, it's hard to answer till I see what they're adjusting to. You know, we saw Toronto played a diamond and one against them, The the Clippers, had very good success sort of – I won't say packing the paint because they weren't in the paint, but sort of spreading out it, almost in a zone but then matching up out of it. It was a really good defense, very different. Uh, so Popp to absolutely everything. Uh, you know, he, he was trapping. He was doing all kinds of stuff. And it was a game, I think it was one of Harden's 60-point games. Uh, and so – Can they adjust? Yeah. I mean, there's, they've had to do a variety of different things. Russ off the ball when going four on three, when two are on James, or when they would double later. In in other words, how how do I know what what the adjustments will be? Do we see the defenses teams use different teams will do different things and they'll do different things throughout a series but there's so many defenses we've seen this year that it's hard to predict what they'll do. But they do have the advantage of having had to do many different things um, with different varieties of success. I don't think we'll see the crazy double teams. You know, we've seen box and ones, and we've seen that, that diamond in one that the the Raptors did. Uh, you can do different things with James off the ball more and Russ bringing it up and even initiating offense, depending on what teams do. There's lots of options. The one thing that we do know, they are determined to play faster than they did. They played fast, much faster than the year before, but just they want to go much faster, much more relentlessly, not just when Russ gets the rebound and goes. They want everybody pushing it. They want to make decisions quicker when they're in the half court. They want threes to come more from drive and kick, not just passes around the perimeter, which probably means a little bit less of of James' step-back threes. Uh, Let him go drive and pass it out and then get ball moving. They want the ball moving a little bit more. So there's a lot of things they're hoping to accomplish. And remember, they're a team that – probably needed this second training camp other than the teams that had guys coming back from injuries, you know, Ben Simmons, Zach Collins, uh, Nurkic who had played, but was still working his way back. Other than those teams, they're the team that changed the most during the season having in, in terms of its rotation, having a second training camp might be able to get some of these things in place
1: that they need to do differently. Jonathan, this this is like the the, the chess matches that are going to go on surrounding the Rockets. When you think about these defenses, the style, the new pieces, um, they're they're really fun to think about. And you know, I'm sure BJ, you faced uh, your share of box and ones and uh, <laughs> try and and diamond and ones back in the day. I mean, I—I think you know, got
0: some open shots off those. Yeah, yeah.
1: I—I I, was—I was the guy you left open in those, and, and once in a while it, it would go in. But, you, you, but
0: Ben McLemore got a whole lot of shots. I bet you recognized a few of those. Yes, I oh, do. Yeah.
1: Exactly. Oh man, I mean, but when you think about Harden and Westbrook penetrating against those types of defenses and those types of defenses not being natural for the opposition, the Rockets are going to find a lot of clean looks um, from deep. So, you know, talking about opposition, the, the seedings, and you alluded to it earlier. I mean, there's no home court, right? So you're playing to get into rhythm, to get your guys right, but you're also keeping an eye on who you could potentially match up with or avoid. So, between 3 and 6 right now Denver, Utah, OKC and Houston four teams separated by two games is there somebody that the Rockets want to avoid in in that um in that group of teams is there somebody you think they would play well against avoid where does your mind go there Jonathan Well I think they'd rather
0: have the Jazz again for third straight year but I don't think the Jazz are going to be – I don't think you can assume anything. I think they're going to be pretty good. Uh, people kind of over overlooking them. They, they're missing their second-leading scorer. And so – and he was necessary last year and the year before, Rockets against Jazz. The Jazz really needed another three-point shooter. But, you know, Jordan Clarkson, even though he wouldn't just step in, he wouldn't be the starter, he wouldn't he helped them with more scoring – uh, off time. the bench, which they needed. And they they, were, they needed that before they got him. He played very well. And now with another guy off the bench having to start, that's even more important. I wouldn't overlook them. But no, they, they'd rather play the Jazz than the Nuggets and probably than the Mavericks. I don't know that the Rockets and Mavericks will both move up, to where, especially since one of the eight games is between them. But a 4-5 or Houston-Dallas series, uh, I don't know that you want – to pick out the Mavericks. So I think you'd rather have the Jazz than them or the Nuggets. The Nuggets, that's a really fun, interesting matchup. Uh, Because Jokic, he's either the best or second-best center in the league. The Rockets have had some success making him run. And, you know, Capella was really good at that. Like, okay, keep up with me. It's not going to be easy to keep up with Covington you know, running the floor, get down the floor with him. But on the, but of course we've heard a lot. He looks like he's in much better shape. Maybe he can run better. And then all of his advantages still exist on the other end. It's just, that's a really good matchup. And when you were talking about adjustments, one of the ones I was thinking more is the Rockets defense adjusting. So do they double team him? How do they double team them? If they do, that can change throughout a series. And then he's such a great passer. Does he burn that? Like you say, there's such the Rockets are so interesting in so many ways. Even when you start talking about matchups, it's interesting. But no, I think you'd probably go in preference among those, that group. And then I haven't even mentioned the Thunder, which would be so fun to have Chris Paul against Russell Westbrook. That
1: would be be wonderful. We hope you listened to the full conversation with Jonathan Fagan from the Houston Chronicle. Check out the Pure Hoops podcast with BJ Armstrong and yours truly, Eric Newman, at the end of every week from Pure Hoops Media. Stay pure.